0: What up? It's your man, Ernest. So, you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. And um, this episode is going to be about me. Me, me, me. Now, I'm just going to let y'all know right now, off rip to the. I like when you do the positive stuff. Yeah, I like you to. This is positive to me. Every episode I do is positive, even when I'm talking about negative. But, you know, some people don't like to hear some other shit. Uh, So let me just get this warning out the way. 36 seconds in. uh, There won't be any outside positive messages, I guess, um, or some overt positive messages. Let me put it that way. There might be ones that I still may say, and you if you continue to listen you might be inspired by it um and that's the type of positive uh positivity that i'm talking about on it on a weekly basis when i say that i feel as though every episode there's a positive message whether i make it at its own segment or not um but you know as far as me just going out of my way to, to try to motivate people in some way. This episode, at least, um, it's it's not happening. And it's not happening because, again, I'm talking about uh, my, my thoughts and myself and what's been going on with me as far as this censorship. And just my thoughts on uh, shit that will probably get me more censored, but I don't give a fuck, you know? So maybe maybe my my uh honesty my bluntness my ability to speak my mind will positively uh affect you um that's what I hope to do um but if not the simple fact of the matter is me talking about or just sharing my thoughts is is I'd settle for that so. Not to very the lead and everything. Um, not sure if people who listen to this are following me on Twitter. But if you do follow me on Twitter, um, you may have saw me when the whole um censorship of YouTubers was going on. You may have seen that I was um that I posted that uh my I posted my warning in quotation marks, from, from uh, YouTube uh, on a video that, that I did. And this video was about when social media decided to censor Donald Trump by um, terminating all, uh, all of his accounts and blocking his access to their websites. I did a video on that when that happened and in that video I will describe to you all what I said because that you can no longer find that video on YouTube because YouTube took it down. But um on on a usual tip, usually whenever I do a video, and maybe some of y'all notice, if I do a video, I'm not gonna reiterate anything everything I said in the video. I will just directly to the you direct you to the YouTube channel, which can be found in the description box below. And you can find that video there. But, you know, since this is a case where, again, that video is no longer on YouTube, I'll tell you what I said in that video. So, what I basically said in said video was, I don't like that this is the way that Big Tech is trying to handle him. Because, um... This could very much happen to me. This could very much happen to you. Whoever you are. um, Simply because of things that they might not like or whatever. Now, I'm not saying I agreed with the shit he was saying. Absolutely not. You know, the lies he was putting out there. The fake news that he was putting out there. But then calling other people fake news and all that stuff. Absolutely not. Um, All the, the dog whistling that he was doing and... But that stuff was there, and I feel as though we needed to see that because you need to know, you need to know the, the you need to see, be able to see what's ugly in order for you to know uh, the the opposite of that. You need to be able to see what is good, I mean see what is bad, um, in order to see what is good, and vice versa. You need to see what's good in order to know what is bad. So, just taking out one and not being able to show the other or saying oh this is good and this no you know i'm i wasn't with the censorship with that um again and that video happened when when the the, the you know the canceling or you know censoring of trump happened so this was months ago <laughs> months ago but it wasn't until months ago meaning back in 2020 but it wasn't until um, this month on, um, it was a, excuse me, I was just taking a sip. But it was a a Wednesday, let me go on my calendar app, you know, just to uh, see if I can pinpoint. I believe it was the, it wasn't the third, actually. Was it the third? Wednesday the third? Well, could have been January 30th. It could have been the 30th. Either or, either or, it was ironically on a Wednesday. Uh, and I say that because, you know, the whole Capitol siege thing that got people to say we got to censor Trump. That happened on a Wednesday. So it was it was on a Wednesday of, of this year. Uh, when the censorship happened, but I wasn't the only one affected. Apparently, much bigger YouTubers, much bigger people with bigger platforms, got demonetized. Now, my channel wasn't dem- wasn't monetized in the first place, so I mean, it, how can you demonetize a channel that wasn't monetized? Uh, you know, I don't. I haven't heard of any channel being terminated. None of our channels were terminated, but at the same time they demonetized a bunch of channels. And if you didn't get demonetized, you just got a warning and said video being taken down. Now, you know, it wasn't even the same topic that got people, um, that got videos taken down, that got channels demonetized. um, Because from what I've seen, nobody else who vocalized their disappointment um, or anger, or however they feel uh, with YouTube, nobody else put it out there that, hey, you took down this video. But I was the one that that, that uh, ended up getting that. Uh, but they were just saying, hey, you demonetized me because it's just funny that I got this point of view, this person has this point of view, these other channels have this point of view, and it just so happens that all of these channels like a good percentage, it wasn't like one hundred percent of the, uh, progressive channels. Let me put it that way. Like the progressive, um, you know, free speech type channels, right? It wasn't one hundred percent of us who 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 got you know the axe hammer from YouTube or whatever. But it was a good percentage. If I had to put a put it roughly, roughly maybe about eighty five percent. You know of those channels. Got hit with something, um, and again, uh, all of them—I <laughs> won't say a lot of them, but all of them to me are much bigger than mine. Um, so for me to get lumped up into their stuff when I have—I don't even have half as many followers or views they got, and they—they—they they, they got all the supporters and all that, and I—I I don't, but I was still lumped up with all of them. I'm not saying that. Like, Ooh, why are you picking on me, the little guy? Go pick on them. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I must be saying something big because <laughs> little old me got lumped up with some big wigs. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, anyways, they got their channels demonetized. Now, one, I know one channel so far um, that was in the bunch with the others. Um, he ended up getting his channel remonetized, um, and I believe that was the case because every day he would he he was on Twitter going at YouTube, and also he has a he has a pretty loyal following. So they were uh, vocalizing their uh, you know their their anger their whatever with YouTube, and. For those who aren't creators on YouTube, you will know that YouTube responds to pressure. They don't respond to, to logic. They don't respond to you being nice. They respond to pressure. Um, if you're like, hey, I think there's a mistake here. Could you please reach back out to me? They're not going to answer you. If you, Even, even if you apply pressure, as I did. But you don't have a following to back you up. They're not going to respond to you. Therefore, they're not going to fix whatever issue that you're having. So if you ever want to have success with YouTube, um, this is for any type of channel because I've seen gaming channels wrongfully get terminated or wrongfully get, you know, uh, struck with something. And then the creator come out and say, "Hey, you, this is unfair." And then that creator's followers come out and say, "Hey, this is unfair." And then YouTube finally responds because they respond to pressure. I've seen, like I said, I've seen gaming channels, not just political channels, but gaming channels, other type of channels, vlogging channels, all types of channels that you can have on YouTube. There's been a creator that was in that field and they came out and said, "Hey, you wrongfully punched me for X, Y, and Z." And you get, and the reasons, it, it, no matter the channel, it's always a bogus ass reason. It's it's never it's never clear because they know if they have, especially with the um, political channels and specifically the political channels that are saying things that aren't the status quo or you know the mainstream talking points and stuff. If you say if if, if when they punish you for it, they don't necessarily tell you why that they're punishing you. They'll say these vague things. Like with me, it was um, what they told me, and I believe others said this as well, that the content was harmful and um, against their community guidelines. They added one with me too. They said it was not only harmful content, but it was fake, fake news. The irony, right? The one video I did, well not one video, I did a bunch of videos on Trump. But, you know, one video I did on Trump that talked about him being booted off of social media. And what I think is going to happen, because all my videos are pretty much like, the, like I'm doing here. They're all opinion based. And yeah, I share facts to back up my opinions. I share facts on things and, you know, share my thoughts on things. But it's all opinion based. So to make it seem as though that I was pushing it out as fact, even when I made it clear in a video, even though I make it clear in the podcast, even though I made it clear to YouTube, I wasn't pushing this as fact. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm, um, I'm fighting this strike because you know you. This and it was just a warning like, hey, you know, we're just giving you a little warning and as punishment we're taking down this video. I'm going to take the fucking video down. I, I can re upload it if I really wanted it to. Alright? If I could find it somewhere and I really want to re upload it. The simple fact of the matter is I still have other ways and platforms to speak. Um hey, I, I could if I could I the alternatives that I'm thinking about. I can re upload that video on those alternatives if I really wanted to. And that's not going to stop me from saying what I say and feeling how I feel. They want, what YouTube does when they do this is they want people to be fearful and they want people to apologize for having a difference of opinion. If you know me, <laughs> you know damn well I ain't apologizing for having a difference of opinion. All I basically said was, yeah, um, I don't like the guy but I don't like what's going on right now because this is scary and this is this could happen to me and it did this could happen to you and this could happen to anybody else for having for for saying something that the people in quotation marks should not hear right and we should not celebrate this the irony is they're saying that that was a lie. Like, that's fake news. So, their punishment was to actually, and I'm about to charge my laptop, but, you know, their punishment was, you, you said we're, 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 we're going to do this to creators um, for having a difference of opinion. You said we're going to punish them for doing so. So, because you said that, and we are calling you a liar for that, we are going to punish you for having the difference of opinion. You're going to punish somebody for doing the same thing that they said you was going to punish them for, and you, and then you said, no, that's a lie, and because you lied, I'm going to punish you the exact way that you said you was going to punish people for. <laughs> it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous, they don't even know, like it, they don't even know how dumb they look when they make these, and then they always, whenever, whenever, because again, you got to have a following, they, they have, from what I've seen, I've been on YouTube for many years now, as a creator and as a viewer, from what I've seen, they only, only, only respond to pressure, Whenever it's someone who's a huge, huge YouTuber and they have millions of supporters coming at YouTube's neck or hundreds of thousands, they only respond to pressure. So if you're someone that's like, that's no fair that, you know, Ernest is getting treated this way, well, you gotta apply pressure and you gotta get other people to apply pressure as well. And again, they just took down one video. The channel is still active for now. I'm still able to post on there for now. I'm still talking my shit on there. For now and forever, but you know, um, that's 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 a uh, that's how they do it. That's how they change their mind uh, when they apologize to this one YouTuber. Like I said, because um, the other ones, to my knowledge, are still demonetized those people also have um, thousands and millions of, of folks as well but i think the reason why if i had to assume the reason why this one gentleman got de- uh remonetized while the other ones are still demonetized is because um they they wanted to choose just one one of us to say uh Just one of us to dangle out there and to say that, hey, we're not purposely picking on these cr- types of creators or these people with these political views. We're not picking on them it's because if we were, we wouldn't have apologized to this one guy. Which, you know, it's obviously insincere because they it's not like they're re because they realize that they really messed up because if they really realized that they would remonetize everybody else, they demonetized. They would put my video back up. Anybody else who was hit in any type of way, they would then rectify that by fixing whatever issues that, um, you know, uh, YouTube may have caused them. But they didn't because they don't really, they're not really sorry. For uh demonetizing Jamal Thomas. You know, and now he's remonetizing everything. They're not sorry for demonetizing um, you know, um, you know, um I forget his name. His last name Graham. Um, and all the other people that they demonetize. Kim Iverson, um you know, all these other folks who got demonetized. And it's not just YouTube. It's Facebook doing this as well. To my knowledge, the people who got hit, hit on Facebook didn't get hit on YouTube. And the people who got hit on YouTube didn't get hit on Facebook. Um, so it's kind of like a two-prone attack, you know, um, where these tech companies who... And they're not doing this out of their own... Uh, you know, they're trying to protect themselves, of course, but we know who's who's really controlling the strings here. YouTube is not like, we don't want this content on here. Mark Zuckerberg's not really, even though he's saying things like, we don't want political stuff on YouTube. We'll see if that's the case, because if, if you see CNN and Fox News and MSNBC still on, on Facebook and all that, um, then you know that was just BS. That was a BS statement that he, uh, you know, The new Facebook guidelines are saying we don't want political posting on here. Um, But then you allow mainstream political uh, news outlets to continue to post on there. Nope. I don't believe that for one second. But they're not the ones making these final decisions. Yes, Mark Zuckerberg, CEO, owner, creator, you know, Messiah of Facebook, he's not making said decision. Um, It's the establishment it's them coming down on these tech companies and saying you all better silence these voices. You all better do something about these voices or else we're going to do something about you. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not in you know if I was to say that's right then I wouldn't be on here. Or I wouldn't have a problem with the censorship of B or anybody else. But that's just what it is. That's just what's happening. Um, that's what's going on. So, Facebook is is up to it as well. YouTube is up to it as well. Um, for those who are going to say, well, why don't you just post elsewhere? I, I do have alternatives. See, I always got a plan, you know? Um, There was one YouTube alternative I was actually on. Because this isn't my first rodeo with YouTube. This is not my first rodeo. My first battle rodeo. Whatever you want to call it with YouTube. Been censored plenty of times before. Channels. Plural. Channels taken down. This little warning is light work compared to what I've been dealt with, with YouTube in the past. This is just one video. And sure, I've had videos in the past taken down as well. But... Again, channels taken down compared to one video being taken down. It's pretty light. It's pretty light if you ask me, you know. But this isn't my first time with uh, my first little battle over, uh YouTube. It's happened back in the day as well. Um, so because it happened back in the day as well, I found YouTube alternatives to where I was posting videos on there as well. Um and you know, there's other alternatives being being in the works right now. Uh, one being Rockfin, but Rockfin, I, I apply first of all with Rockfin. Um, you have to if you want to. You can sign up for free and everything, um, but you could, you know, I'll get into the explanation or at least my explanation of it. If you are a creator, though, if you want to sign up to be a creator, you have to put in the application. It's not like YouTube to where, um, or these other alternatives to where all you gotta do is create an account, and with that one account, you can be both a creator and a viewer. With Rockfin, you have to create an account, and then if you want to be a a, a creator there, like post content there, you have to apply to be there and there's this vetting process but they I, I did it three times and i was not i i was not accepted but i wasn't denied either i was told all three times i got the automated message somebody will get back to you shortly and you know let you know about the next process this that and the third right you know the next step within the process right did it three times. My third time actually was recently. Um, first two times was months ago, back in 2020. I want to say, um, if, not spring, if not summer of 2020, spring of 2020. But it was a, m- a few months ago. Again, I... I <laughs> I've been seeing a writing on the wall when it comes to when it comes to this type of censorship shit. Me and all the other people who called it out and we got punished for it, saw the writing on the wall and seeing what's going on. Now, whether y'all want to listen to it or not, whether y'all want to believe it or not, like I said, it's coming. It's here pretty much, but you know it's coming. It's coming. So don't be surprised, because we're not. But I saw that and I'm like, okay, I'm hearing about Rockfin, applied. Applied another time. Again, nothing. So I just left it there. And then recently when this YouTube shit happened, I was like, let me apply again. Same shit. The people that I've seen had luck on Rockfin once again were people with huge followings. So maybe it's a platform where they only want people with huge followings to come and transition to. Um, It advertises itself as a free speech platform. Um, You know, so... Take that as you want to take that. Um, But, again, whether you, what was I saying? I was speaking about Rockfin. Yeah, so Rockfin is, it's not the alternative I'm going to use because they don't, again, I feel as though they only want to accept people. They only look into, seriously look into people with a following. Let me put it that way. It doesn't have to be super huge, but it has to be a following period. And since I don't have that, or at least I don't have a vocal one, let me put it that way. Cause I don't know if I have one or not, to be honest with you still, but uh, because I don't have a vocal one, um, I guess they figured that I'm just some random rando. And to me, whether I, whether I am some random rando or you know, some dude with a following or a huge following, I still think you should allow people who want to create on your platform, who want to grow your platform, to be able to create content on your platform without needing to, sure, if you want them to, if you want to vet them because of an application, you want to see what they all about, cool, but again, you know, It shouldn't be... The vetting shouldn't be... Let me look into their YouTube channel. Oh, they got less than a 1,000 subscribers. Nah. Oh, let me look into these videos. Oh, they average less than 500,000 views. Or anything of that close to the 1,000 views. Nah. We don't want them. I think it should be more than that. And I'm not saying that's what they do over there in Rockfin. But I feel as though the people that I've seen join on... For it. uh, To Rockfin and... Rel- relatively became a creator on there quickly, is because they already had a following. Just my assessment. So that's not an alternative for anyone who's probably going to listen and be like, go join Rockfin. If you want that to be the case, be my following. Get other people to join in. You know, tell other people you know that's into this type of content. Uh, tell the people that you feel as will deserve to hear this type of content. And y'all be my following. And maybe that will get me on Rockfin. But even if it doesn't, still, I'm still going to be on the other alternative. If you want to know the name of that, then I'll just, just hit me up. I'll let you know. Um, I'm still looking for other alternatives as well. I'm hearing about other things as well, being in the works. So, your man always working. He always got a plan. He always got something going on. Um I'm not just going to sit around and, and take the beatings from YouTube uh, because they some punk bitches, you know, and, and the same with Facebook If Facebook was punishing me. I don't post political stuff on Facebook, but I do post my uh, well, I don't post like live stream or whatever my content on Facebook, but I do post these podcast episodes. I do post these videos. Um, and in fact, I've never gotten flagged on anything political I put in, I've put on Facebook. Y'all want to know the one post I've ever posted on Facebook that got flagged? It was a it was a link to my link tree. Y'all y'all remember that? Maybe some of y'all remember I used to post my link tree in the description box all the time. I don't because I think it's kind of pointless because all the other links that are in the link tree. Um, I can easily just post them myself um, while I'm doing the editing. So I do that instead of directing people to a link tree. I still have it. I didn't delete it, but it's you know not being posted there. But I tried to post it um, on Facebook um, when I first created it. And they're like, this is a spam link. And I'm like, the fuck? Spam link. And they kept flagging it. It was like, you cannot post this. You cannot post this. So again, this that was literally the only post I've ever posted on Facebook I've gotten flagged and gotten taken down. Everything else is 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 good to go. Now, I'm not saying that because I've had some pretty decent or pretty good experiences posting on Facebook. I'm gonna try my luck and start posting there. No, that's not one of the alternatives I'm talking about. Fuck them still. Fuck YouTube still. Fuck all these other avenues that want to silence and uh, let people know. Oh yeah, fuck Twitter too. Twitter, over this, again, past few months, last year, 2020, was the first time I've ever gotten a Twitter, a 12-hour Twitter suspension. And the tweet was this. Let me take a sip of water real quick. So, this was around the time where Ice Cube... Said that he was gonna, you know, meet with Trump uh, people from the Trump administration to talk about the contract with Black America. This was around a time where I was like, yeah, it's looking like Joe Biden's gonna be the president. Um, so I just wonder if the same people who called Ice Cube Ice Cube a coon for meeting with Donald Trump's people to discuss. Matters for black Americans. Are they. Still going to call him a coon. For speaking with. Joe Biden or Joe Biden's. uh, People. To discuss matters. Benefiting black Americans. That's all the tweet was. I got suspended for that. Twitter does the same shit YouTube does. They don't tell you why they're punishing you. They just throw a random guideline and for those who are gonna say well the guideline tells you what what it is again so this that and the third no not necessarily because it has to be something specific it has to be something that all they said was you know um i forgot what twitter said i didn't give a fuck what they said honestly um but after i got off suspension and i let people know yo i was suspended because of this tweet here People was like, oh, you can't say the coon word. It's that C word. (laughs) So that's what got me that uh, apparently, because I doubt that was the reason. Because again, I've seen people plenty of times on Twitter use the word coon. Heck, all the people who called Ice Cube a coon didn't even get suspended. So how is it? Again, the rules apply for some people, but not for others. You got to stop trying to look at the the, the, the BS excuses, you got to look into the actual what is actually being said and look at the content that is being excused or ignored and the content that is being punished. Like I said, my tweet was asking people, are you going to call Ice Cube a coon for meeting with Joe Biden to discuss issues for uh, black Americans, just like how you called him a coon for meeting with Donald Trump's people? That tweet compared to thousands of tweets from people saying Ice Cube Ice Cube is a coon because he met with Donald Trump. You tell me which one is more inflammatory. Me asking a question, questioning hip, um, hypocrites because of pol- politics or them actually calling somebody a coon. I wasn't calling anybody a coon in my tweet. Let's like that. Let's make it clear right now. I wasn't calling anybody a coon for that tweet. In my tweet, I asked if people were going to consider him one. I wasn't calling Ice Cube one. I wasn't even calling the people who called him a coon, a coon, even though uh, I can if I wanted to, because <laughs> that's, that's that behavior right there. That's that C word behavior right there. You know what I'm saying? You, you taking up for this white man over here. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're, you know what I'm saying? If you know what I mean. But that's not what I said in the tweet. I just asked people straight up if they were going to keep that same energy. Essentially, that's exactly what I was doing in my tweet. But the the other people who who the other people who use that word, the c word, they were actually calling Ice Cube this. Yet none of their tweets got taken down. None of their accounts got suspended. And how do I know? Because I saw them be go throughout Twitter unscathed. I went on my uh, other, I went on the f- official um, Twitter account for the Ernest Thoughts podcast and the My Two Cents podcast and looked at those people unscathed for a tweet, actually calling Ice Cube a coon. Until this day, people, till this day, whenever Ice Cube posts anything, it could be in, uh, something unrelated to politics. He just dropped the song. There's people in his mentions like, "Oh no, nah, I ain't listen to that coon music. <laughs> but them people are going unscathed. But I can ask a question: Are you still gonna call Ice Cube a coon for uh, you know because you know he's meeting with Biden even after he dropped this song and all this other shit? You still gonna call him a coon? And watch me get suspended. Oh, you can't say that. Where you can't how come they can say that word how come when other people on YouTube mentioned because I wasn't the only one talking about Trump's uh being you know banned off of social media I was probably one of the very few people that had a disfavorable opinion that didn't replicate the opinion that the mainstream, uh, the, 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 the establishment wanted. You can look at other videos of that nature on YouTube right now. And there are people praising the idea. Those videos ain't get flagged. Why? Cause it got nothing to do with this aspect of fake news. It's got nothing to do with, with, we don't want to talk about politics on this platform. It's got everything to do with if you go against the status quo. If you go against the the sheep herd mentality. You will be punished. And I brought that to YouTube's attention. I let them know that. This ain't got nothing to do with my opinions. These are not facts. These are opinions. This got nothing to do with my opinions. Well, it got everything to do with my opinion. But it's got nothing to do with... What was said per se not being real, which is a dumb thing, because like I said, your way of saying I, I I'm I'm spreading fake news about YouTube and other platforms punishing people is you actually doing the same thing that I said you were going to do to me in the video. How does that make sense? I say hey YouTube is gonna do this to me in the video, y'all. Months later, they hit me with it that's fake news. you lied and said we was gonna do something to you in a video that we didn't do, even though we're doing it to you right now <laughs> what oh man, so that happened, and um again i I'm still on the youtube channel still still there. I'm still posting there by the way. Shit is... We did it, Joe! Because shit is looking like the Obama years. I post a video, I get a racist comment. And um, the racist commenter doesn't get their channel or just their account in general. Because none of them will ever have channels and shit. Because they too chicken shit to even talk on YouTube. And they don't even have their profile picture. Their faces in their profile picture. But... The point is, that racist... He, he or they will will we'll still be able to comment racist shit on YouTube. But after this warning, if YouTube sees a video, they get a hold of a video or somebody of the establishment gets a hold of a video I did. Little old me, once again, gets a hold of a video of me saying something that they don't want the masses to know. Channel will be taken down like it has in the past. Videos will be taken down like it has been now and in the past. All that shit. Oh, we don't want... We don't want the... Me exposing the masses to some shit. It's really more dangerous than this racist mf talking that shit. Even though y'all kind of to care about Black Lives Matter. All these platforms. We're elevating black creators... While shutting down the black creators who say some shit that you don't agree with. While allowing those black creators to constantly still be harassed by racist commenters. Yeah, black lives matter to y'all. Right, right. So, as far as, I want to, you know, go back to alternatives right now. As far as alternatives to YouTube, uh, one, I'm going to still post there. I'm going to post there until they take my shit down. But where I'm also going to post is the other alternatives. Um, I'm thinking about... You know, I got to figure out this thing with with, uh, Patreon to see why they're not allowing me to create more tiers or maybe I'm not going to the right place. But what I'm thinking about doing, and I'm just going to say this playing out now because, I mean, when it was announced, Joe Budden is like president of... (laughs) Of, like, some creative outlet, you know, over there on Patreon now. Um, so, I'm like, hey, you know, I, I dig this move. Um, I was thinking about creating a Patreon tier. Now, it was going to be free because ain't nobody going to purchase that shit. Um, but, you know, you wow me, surprise me, you know. Um, if you do want to support, you can still support the other t- I'm not saying... Let me listen to you, get it twisted. The Patreon, the free Patreon tier is for YouTube strictly. This is not for the podcast. This is not for no. It's for YouTube strictly. Let me make it clear for anybody I, I know. I'm talking to talking about this on the podcast, and maybe I'll make a YouTube video about it. But I'm talking about it on the podcast. But this is for YouTube strictly. It's a YouTube alternative to where I will continue to make the content that I'm making. I will post that content on the other platforms, um, alternative platforms that I am on and that I will find. But I'll also add Patreon, this free Patreon tier to the list. And you have a choice to support that channel in a way of either donating to my PayPal or maybe I'm going to create like a, a Patreon like tier uh, I want to create a tier where people could, if it's possible, where people, I don't want to set like a specific price. Like people choose how much they want to, you know, uh, support the channel, uh, how much they want to give to support. Let me put it that way. You know, so it could be anywhere between if they wanted a a dollar. They're like, hey, I like what you're doing. Here's a dollar. Boom. Hey, I like what you're doing. Here's 500. Here's, you know, here's. 75 cents, who who cares, you know what I'm saying? To my man, Chris Flo, every penny counts, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to him, because, um, you know, I, I, I believe in that ideology as well, you know? Every penny does count, so if you give me 75, a dollar, 500, I, I don't, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that you're giving me this money. Um, so if that's a possibility on you, I mean, um, on... Uh, Patreon, uh, I want to make that happen. Either or, um, I'm going to post on alternatives. Once more alternatives in a way, because, you know, the future is looking bright for us um, alternative media folks. You know, um, yeah, it's looking scary and dark and grim because of the censorship that's going on with us. Um, but... There are alternatives in the works and that can that are 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 established now. Now I will admit, some of them are ass, and they really need the support. And I say the ass in the sense that they really need the support uh, to to be a better place. You know what I'm saying? Um, hell, I'll just name this alternative um, because it's you know one I've been on and for a while now. Bit shoot. So that's the one that I was on. I started years ago, um, at least one of them years ago. Um, that shit. It, again, if you if you are not mainstream media like myself, um, you you can post there freely, you know. But do not post any video there longer than. 10 minutes because their interface is basura, your video will be processing for a whole damn month, if that even ends up being uploaded. My last video, I talked about the whole Wall Street uh, bets and you know all that stuff, right? I tried to upload that video there over at Bitshoot and that video was over 20 minutes. It wasn't like over, drastically over 20 minutes. It was like 20 minutes and 21 seconds, if I remember it. Um, but, you know, it, it was because of that, and I looked it up, and people are like, you know, yeah, a bit shoot itself. so like, yeah, longer videos take uh, longer time to process, and sometimes they don't even process, so your video doesn't yet upload it. And, For us to... They are begging for some money. You know what I'm saying? They're like, for us to uh, fix this issue, how about donating? So, you know... The alternatives are not as, I guess... Well-oiled machines as YouTube. But they are there. And they're possible. Now, I'm not going to name them all because I feel like... In doing so... um, You know, you're going to have Big Brother listening... And then they're going to try to take down those alternatives because that's what's going on with, um, you know, the alternatives um, that when, you know, Parler and, and all this other stuff and, and Clapper. Clapper was... I was on Clapper. Um, I what, I stopped being on there uh, because, again, straight up buggy and that shit was ass. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I... I wanted to get that I the developer was very sweet when she reached out to me and wanted me to be on her platform. That was pretty cool. She was like I think you're going to add a healthy balance to this platform cuz it was severely severely uh you know right wing like strong and when I say strong I mean strong and wrong right wing conservative um people on there and she said she thought I'd be perfect for their platform because even though I'm one person, my one avenue would be a good balance. And yeah, I got racist comments there too. Um, but I got people to have discussions with me. Um, I got people to say they agree with me. And at the end of the day, I got to share my point. But reason why I got off there is because their platform is just buggy as fuck. I can't even log into my account anymore. Now, I don't know if I'm suspended. I didn't get that. It was just, you know, I got logged out one day. Um, and every time I try to log in, it says error code, you know, and all the numbers, you know, 0001179954, you know what I'm saying? All that shit, right? Um, reached out to the devs. They're like, please keep the, <laughs> please keep the app on your phone. We're working on fixing these issues. I delete the app because, well, you know, spacing. Um, and when they said that, I was still trying to log in, and nothing happened. So I don't know. I uh, I'll probably try to download it again, give it one more try, and see if I could log in again. Um, but I bring that up just to say a lot of these alternatives. Um, Clapper was pretty much an alternative to uh, TikTok, pretty much, you know. Um, another one of these free speech platforms. uh, And I say that in quotation marks, but you know, um, I only say that in quotation marks because a lot of these, I won't get into it too much here. Probably talk about that in the future. But a lot of these free free speech platforms are beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I'm glad that they're around. But, a lot of people, a lot of people use them um, to, because in their mind, free speech means they're able to get away with hate speech, pretty much. So they go to these platforms, and for the most part, they do get away with that shit. But, and I think I talked about it, this on here before, so because I, I feel as though this ain't my first time talking about that app on this podcast, but... For the most part, they do, but then there are times where they are cracking down on it. Um, I believe Clapper was, in a way, uh, at some point, cracking down on it. But then they gave those people the option to create their own groups within this this uh, app. And all they did was congregate in their own groups, as they do offline anyways. Congregate within their own groups and don't really talk to anybody outside of their groups so they can continue spewing their hate speech so it's like you didn't necessarily stop the hate you stopped it from being out in public in the in the in the app but it's still on the app it's just in these little groups now and of course you as a developer you have and all the other developers you have the access to see what's being said within these groups but not me and not anybody else who isn't a part of these groups. We don't have the ability to see that, which I'm not saying that there shouldn't be a group element or whatever. Um, My thing is if you're just going to allow the KKK to meet within a group, that's not necessarily stopping the KKK from getting on your app. But that's just my thoughts on that app. Um, Quick thoughts on that app to wrap up things i was saying here in this segment um this topic here yeah you you can't censor me i got the podcast and if they even try to do that i'll find other alternatives i know of other alternatives to where i can host my podcast you're not gonna stop me i got my blog and if you even gonna try to stop me doing that i got my own website Good luck trying to censor me on my own fucking website. That's number one. Um, you know, I, I'm going to keep going. You know, I'm going to keep going regardless. You can censor me on Twitter. There's other Twitter plaf- um, alternatives. Censor me on Facebook. You haven't, but you can try to censor me on Facebook. There are Facebook alternatives. Black owned ones at that too now are these alternatives as big as the mainstream ones no but they have to start somewhere obviously you know um and that's how i see it that's how i see i'm i'm a real grassroots type of person anyways i love grassroots movements grassroots things so i don't necessarily mind being on platforms where there's not necessarily a lot of buzz not a lot of people. Um, just make it make sense at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? If I'm on there and I'm on there with a specific purpose, then I'm cool with it. If I'm on there just to be on there and stuff, or you know nothing is, I don't feel as though my time on there is 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 uh you know it's being used correctly, I'm not gonna be on it. Simple as that. And that's why I'm on social media in general. It's not to be a part of some crowd or whatever. Um, It's because I see a use for the various social media uh, avenues that I have. You know? It's the same way with Twitter. I mean, in the same way with uh, YouTube. Fuck them both, but that's the same way with them. You know? But it is what it is. If I got to get off, I'm not going to. Quit! I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna wait for them to get me to fuck about the paint if they ever do, um, because I want that concrete evidence to show you. Because I'm gonna keep piling on the evidence. I, I got the evidence on Twitter. Twitter's biases got the evidence. Now, I'm not the only one that been suspended for 12 hours um, for saying something that they claim that they um, is intolerable on their app slash website. Yet other people are using the same type of language. Oh yeah. Since we're talking about language. I don't know if y'all know this man. But I'm going to name this name. And maybe some of y'all know him. Maybe y'all don't. David Pakman. David Packman, Um, I would say about 40%. What he does and what I do is similar in a way. We even have somewhat similar. Not too much similar, but somewhat similar political views. About forty percent, I can agree with about forty percent of what David packman says. About forty percent. The rest of it, nah. There was a time where it was more than forty percent, but then, uh nah. Either or, I respect what he does. I respect the hard work he puts into his content. Uh, I respect his point of view still, even though it's 40% of it that I can agree with. I still respect 100% of his point of view, but I bring up David Pakman is because he got hit on Facebook. He got demonetized on Facebook. So people can break up. Oh, well, it's the language that you use. Ernest It's the tone that you use. It's the fact that they're yelling. Ernest, you know, all these things people said to me in the past whenever YouTube was on me, whether whatever whatever avenue was on me. Oh, it's the language you use, and it's you're always cursing. It's that you're always yelling. You're out. David Pacman, for those who do know about him, you will know the man doesn't curse in his videos. The man doesn't yell in his videos. He gets passionate when he speaks, but he doesn't scream and yell and curse. None of that. So what would get somebody who doesn't scream, yell, curse, what would get them demonetized? Oh, saying something that the establishment does not want to 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 put out there. Having a message, having a following, having people tune into it, and saying something. That he's not supposed to say. Who knows what, it, what what got him demonetized. If it was a specific video. If it was his thoughts on. Maybe it was his thoughts on. Censorship of Trump. Maybe it was his criticism. Of Joe Biden right now. Maybe it was. I don't know. Like I said. About 40% of what he says. I can get aligned with. I can agree with. It just so happens. Whatever he said within that forty was was one of those forty percent times. It was one of those times where he and I agreed and um he got in trouble for it he got hit for it, and to my knowledge, he's still demonetized. Again, this is a guy who doesn't yell or curse. No foul language at all in his in his content. As someone who used to watch him all the time, I can attest to that. People who I know who still watch him still say the same thing. And, well, he was hit. So again, people, y'all can come up with all this licking excuses as to why... It's happening to me Why it's happening to other people. Although there are other people that curse far less than I do or don't curse at all. And they got hit. So you can't say it was the language because people who don't curse got hit. You can't say, well, it's your tone because people who don't yell got hit. You can't say, you know, well, it it was, you know it was and and, and what can you say what can you say at some point in time you're going to have to admit that there's a reason why I and others were targeted on the left and the right let me put it that way why we were targeted it's got nothing to do with the language we use it's got nothing to do with the tone we took it's got nothing to do with the supposed fake news that we put out there, even though it was opinion and even though it wasn't fake. They got Jamal Thomas talking about some, he did some fake news and it was harmful content. The same shit they told me. Jamal reports on the news. The news the mainstream media doesn't cover, but this is actual factual news and you not couldn't, couldn't, couldn't fight that. Because he let it be known, this is actual, this is, look at all these articles. Look at all this actual substantial backing that whatever, all the information that I put out there is, is true. Just because CNN didn't report it doesn't mean it's not true. Just because MSNBC didn't report on it doesn't mean it's not true. He did that, his following did that, and YouTube was like, shit. Because they only respond to pressure and they don't respond to pressure well because that's when they kowtow and they say yes we're sorry, we're sorry we're not going to punish you anymore so maybe Facebook responds the same way I have yet to know because um, again i i don't i've I don't have serious let me put it that way serious uh censorship or any to be honest with you they were just saying my link tree link was spam for some reason I don't know. But I don't have any issues. I never had any issues. let me put it that way because I still do have issues with YouTube. I mean Facebook, definitely YouTube, but Facebook, because um, even if they are punishing David Pac-Man, Tim Black, that's my guy, other people, even though they're punishing those foods and other people and saying things and it's they're not necessarily punishing me, even though I don't do what they do on YouTube. To the fullest extent, other than just me posting what I did on you on on YouTube and 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 uh, the podcast, I still don't want them to go through that stuff. Whether I agree with them one hundred percent or forty, you know. But sooner or later, y'all who are listening, y'all gonna have to admit that uh you know y'all and y'all y'all don't want to I feel like people don't want to admit because this is actual scary stuff this is this is this is against free speech this is them um, this is America right now and free speech is not being respected Also, you can't say we can not we, we can sue because many, many of us looked into that. And it's looking like right now, that's not possible. There is something where YouTube is kind of fucking up. YouTube, Facebook, and all these other platforms are fucking up. Because they are claiming to be private entities, but are acting as if they are public publishers. You can't have it both ways. See, public publishers, if somebody is posting something on their platform, can say, we are taking this down because we don't want this to support the entire platform because we are a public publisher. That is a, that is a luxury public publishers have. Not private entities. But what YouTube and Facebook and, all these, and Twitter and all these other big wigs are doing Reddit is guilty of that too is they are saying they're private entities but then taking a the luxury that public publishers have and and using it that is one avenue to where they can get possibly hit but as far as us suing them for uh, taking away our free speech which it's what's going on right now It's looking like, and again, I could be wrong. I'm no lawyer, but um, it's looking like it's pretty much impossible to fight it, sadly. But that's why the alternatives going there is our best bet. Going to the alternatives that will be made, that are made. This is how we'll be able to fight it. And like I've said before, this ain't this isn't just something that's gonna happen to me. This isn't just something that's gonna happen to the other um alternative media uh heads. It's gonna happen to normal everyday people. You're upset that Joe Biden lied to you about not about the uh two thousand dollar check promise and you make a tweet about it? You didn't call him any names in that tweet. You didn't curse in that tweet, but you've been suspended for 12 hours or your account was terminated because you have multiple tweets calling out Joe Biden for lying about this and other things. You could say Nancy Pelosi needs to, uh, you know, fight for Medicare for all and You can express your disdain without cursing or calling her names. And you can have multiple tweets of that and have your account suspended or terminated. You can simply share news and information. And I'm naming the Democrats because this is their doing. You can have information or news about Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi or any of them on the left and and literally just share an article. And this same type of stuff can happen to you. you will be punished because that's harmful content. It's not the content about Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi and any of them that you should be sharing. The content that you should, in quotation marks, be sharing about them is only good, positive stuff. No critiques at all. So, like I said, don't think this is just something that I'm going to be dealt with. This is just something everybody else who got critiques about them is going to be dealt with. But the bootlickers out there, and y'all know who the fuck y'all are, y'all not going to care either way because... Your ignorance is bliss and well, taking away us, taking away Donald Trump, taking away any other extremists, as you would call It's going to make your life happier because you don't have to be dealt with seeing the shit that we it's the truth, really, or just the difference of opinions, because as I stated at the uh, somewhere near the beginning of this long segment. My opinions are not facts; they're opinions. But the simple fact of the matter is that you're treating them as fact. Well, I'm inclined to say, yeah, I'm saying shit that's a fact. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep it at opinion because I I I prefer those type that type of categorization for the things that I say. Period. Even though I've pretty much said in the past, I'm only speaking facts so I speak the truth. Yeah. Yeah, I do do that, but for the most part, it's all opinion-based. But because you got bootlickers, because you got an establishment that don't want to be called out on their bullshit, because you got people who follow them, that don't like to see, that don't like to be exposed to to a difference of opinion, we gotta go. We gotta go. We got to go. So. I ain't going on anywhere yet, but that will be the end of this segment. And um, yeah, stay tuned. All right. Next topic, we're going to talk about the pandemic and how people are handling it. I'm seeing people handling it in 2021. And um possibly the next three years, um three next three to maybe eight years if we continue to have uh, a Democrat in office um of the White House. And let me make it clear this is the opinion because now I gotta make shit clear that my I'm putting opinions out there. Um uh, just so people can try to say um spewing fake news. Um It's an opinion, it's an opinion, it's an opinion, opinions are not fact, Um, they're not fiction either, Um, they're just thoughts, and uh, well, let's see if, I haven't been censored on a podcast, so, you know, let me not put that out there, but yeah, anyways, here's my opinion, I think that y'all politicized the pandemic, Y'all politicized the coronavirus as the title of this segment is y'all politicized COVID-19. Now, why I say this is because obviously um, COVID-19 took over 2020 and who was the president of the United States in 2020, Donald Trump. So his handling And I will agree with this of this is my opinion, but the opinion of millions of other Americans as well. Um, His handling of the coronavirus was really bad. Um, He did a pretty shite job at handling the coronavirus. But guess what? America, it did and is still doing a pretty shit job at handling their coronavirus pandemic. And all the other issues that happened, and that I got further exposed through the pandemic in 2020, right? Um, so, because of that, a lot of people, myself included, um, were very vocal in talking about our disdain of his his handling of the virus, his 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 lack of. Um, just intelligence and, and just pretty much doing things that uh, a leader of any nation shall not do. A leader of any anything, but definitely a, an entire country should not do when handling a global pandemic, right? So it 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 was. Odd to see, not odd, but well, not surprising. Let me put it that way. Um, but it, it's still like a, it's still a feeling of. So y'all was bullshitting when y'all said y'all cared about this, or y'all was bullshitting when y'all said this was a serious virus, huh? Well, y'all, oh you the, you know your your emotions about the severity of this. Y'all was bullshitting because Trump was in office. Now that we have Joe Biden in office, the Democrats in office, y'all are going out to these events. Um, not wearing masks as much, but still wearing masks. Not social distancing at all. I don't see any social distancing. Um, you want to rush kids back to school. Although when Trump said that it was a problem, but now it's a, it's okay. And it's silent radio silent when Joe Biden wants that. Um, although he, before he got in the office, he was Mr. Listen to the science. The science says, let's not keep the, let's not, it's not safe enough for children and teachers to go back to school. As soon as he got in office, totally different tune. And I say totally different as in totally different from what he was saying. It was the same exact tune Donald Trump was saying. I so, I hear no peep from y'all. I see no, whoa, 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 Joe. Joe. Whoa, whoa, Joe. I, I don't think this is a good idea yet, Joe. And even if there are people thinking that, because I do know a lot of people who are Biden supporters and will either come to me only to vocalize, their their disdain or their problems, let me put it that way, or they will have problems, not dis not 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 vocalize those problems, but then try to tell you not to speak on those problems. Even though they will admit in one way or, or another, yeah, they have an issue with something that he's doing or they're not too fond of it. But they don't want to express those feelings themselves. Unless they want to complain to me about it. You know? And that's only a very few people. The rest of them are the are what I was just talking about. People who uh, will, 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 in one way or another, tell me they got a problem with what he's doing. But not vocalize what that problem is. And then tell me that I shouldn't vocalize what the problem is. But they wasn't saying that to me when it was Donald Trump having all the issues. They were alongside with me vocalizing our issues. They were coming out in droves agreeing with me or just coming to me in general to vocalize their issues with the fat man, right? Now we got the old man in office you know it's been a lot of old white guys in office but we got the old man in office the modern day old man you know Jim Coburn's boy I don't joke you know that we got him in office and now all this free speech about criticizing a president all this talk about Supporting decisions or not being in support of certain decisions—it's now silent. It's now—it's—it's—it's it's, it's now not a good thing to say these things out loud. You can only think of them, but you can't say them out loud. And then you got the idiots, of course, that's going to say, "Well, if you critique him, it, it, it's going to inspire people to vote for the other guy." Shut up. The dumbest logic I've ever heard in my god dang on life, man. But we'll keep it moving. We ain't even gonna discuss that. Um, <clears throat> but the Super Bowl was this past Sunday. Um, and when I say this past Sunday, I'm recording this on a, you guessed it, Saturday. Um, the Saturday before Valentine's Day. So this past Sunday would be Valentine's Day. By the way, happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers and all the people out there. Um, You know? Um, But I'm not discussing Valentine's Day when I say this past Sunday. I mean the Sunday before Valentine's Day. So, this past Sunday, there there was a Super Bowl. 20,000... Anywhere up to upwards of 20,000 and 25,000 people was in an arena. You had people with masks on, you had people without mask on. Um, you had zero social distancing. I saw zero outcries from Dr. Fauci talking about, you gotta wear a mask or you're gonna die. You gotta social distance. You can't do this. I didn't see. I didn't hear any. I didn't hear any outcries from Dr. Fauci. I didn't see. I saw Joe and Jill Biden, but they didn't. They they were on the the screen, not saying to people go home. Um, As your president, I am telling you to go home right now and watch this game on TV. Um. He wasn't saying that. He was, you know, letting them know, hey, you know, I'm the president and uh, yay Super Bowl. And I know people are going to say, well, we got to get back to life. We got to get back to normal thing. We got to get. But when Donald Trump was on that get back to normalcy stuff, he was a complete idiot. He was trying to kill people. Yeah. What's what's the difference now? Now I know someone's gonna say, "Well, it's the vaccines that are different." There's a vaccine now <clears throat> compared to one uh, when Trump was was in office in 2020. There was no vaccine rollout. Let me put it that way. Because rumor has it, the vaccine's been out since you know then, and you know when it. It wasn't sure Joe Biden was going to win. They was holding a rollout because they didn't want. It's kind of like with the stimulus checks. It was like they didn't want Trump to get anything to make it seem as though he had coronavirus or just the nation under control. or He had some wins in quotation marks. So a lot of shit was withheld until after it was a surefire announcement that he lost it. He, he lost the election. Anyways, we're not going to get into that. We're going to talk about, you know, the idea people are going to say, well, there's a vaccine out now, but not every American's gotten vaccinated. I'm actually going to talk about that in the last uh, segment after this, but not everybody has gotten vaccinated. That's number one. Number two, you don't know for a fact that everybody there, whether it be a football player or a coach, which I doubt it. The, all the players and all the coaches and all the people in the stands, everybody there was vaccinated. But you did see a whole lot of not social distancing. Ugh. So simply just saying, well, there's a vaccine out now, so it's okay for 25,000 people to be huddled up in one area and they got masks on. You could have, you could have. You could have had that same mindset with Donald Trump saying, "Oh, and, and again, the only people who've gotten the, the first people who've gotten vaccines are medical workers, medical workers." So unless there were medical workers at the Super Bowl watching, not just the medical staff there because they got vaccinated, but unless that that entire everybody, all twenty five thousand of them folks. I think it was 25... 20, 25,000, yeah. twenty twenty five thousand. Either or... Unless all of them were medical people, which I'd be like, y'all niggas need to go to work because this country still, you know, I understand, you know what I'm saying? Enjoy some... Nah, let them, let them enjoy their little football game. But unless everybody in that crowd was... <laughs> A medical professional which I, I highly doubt I'm not disrespecting I'm just saying I highly doubt that was the case and then there was no way in hell it was safe for 25,000 plus people to congregate in one area this past Sunday but again I hear no peep about it from, from people I hear no peep about all these other things opening up. I hear no peep other than from um, concerns uh, students, uh, parents, uh, concerned teachers as well, and people with common sense, saying it's not net really safe to go back to school right now. There was a teacher today. Um, I saw a video, um, post a video Of the classrooms, what they look like now. There's like these plastic cylinders between the kids' desk. Which is just weird looking. Because those things are not going to stop the flow of germs either. And I'm pretty sure that's still going to get people sick. You know, if if they're spreading these germs on the plastic cylinders or whatever coverings... And first of all, they're not like covered. They're just covering the face and the sides, you know? So a kid, you know, sneezes on that, touches one or whatever. Shit can still spread. We We don't have to get into the logistics of it. Use your own imagination, all right? But that stuff can happen. But under Joe Biden's presidency, under a Democratic presidency, all this stuff it doesn't matter We y'all can go back to sleep y'all can go back to brunch well you can't go to brunch if there's nowhere to eat at brunch shout out to Ted Raw for saying that I believe his name is Ted Rawl he's the cartoonist either or it's just really really odd and really really funny not in the ha ha way that now all of a sudden people don't seem to be taking the, this virus as serious as they did in 2020 What changed because I'm pretty sure and I'm willing to guess this is a guesstimate not in fact but this is a guesstimate that if Donald Trump won the election and he was still the president now the, the Super Bowl wouldn't have been as packed as it was. I think there would still be people there, but it wouldn't be 25,000 deep. I doubt it. I don't think schools will still be happening. Like, um, on-ground schools. You know, not every on-ground school is going on, um, but they're pushing for it. I don't think there would be a push all of that stuff, and I don't think the same people that want to fake the funk like they are fearing and taking precaution about this virus. I don't think that they will be as they be the same way as they was in 2020, or probably doubling it down. Like you're the reason for all this, da 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 da, blah blah blah, all this other shit. Yeah, y'all are are bullshitting and y'all politicized COVID-19 and you should be ashamed of yourself. My opinion, of course. But you should be ashamed of yourself. I think it's clear as day that when I say y'all, I mean people who who literally politicize this, use this as a tool to get Trump out of here. Now I'm not saying that I wanted Trump to stay, but y'all yeah, use this as a tool to get him out. The 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 the, the uh, entities that claim to care about you know all this other stuff. The Super Bowl happened because capitalism means more than uh, safety and well-being of people. All these other things are going on. Schools returning because capitalism means more than the lives of individuals. This ain't got nothing to do with trying to return back to normalcy because guess what? Shit ain't happening no more. If you wanted life to be as normal as possible, you would have prevented you, meaning America, And all the other countries. That want to return back to normal. Which are. Mainly doing a better job at handling this situation than us. Some countries are going. Zero. Not zero days but. Days without zero deaths. Of coronavirus. Meanwhile America is losing like half a million people. (laughs) I'm not laughing at that. That's just. Maybe my numbers are off. But we're losing. Lots and lots and lots and lots of people because y'all think that Donald Trump was the reason behind all this and y'all believe that things will go back to normal or or be fine when a Democrat is in office look the numbers up you want you can you can find them. Whether my numbers were hyperbolic or not, you can look the numbers up. But don't get on me and saying you know you're being negative and yet. The same shit I'm saying right now is the same shit y'all were saying in twenty twenty. But the difference is y'all were saying it to Donald Trump. And I was too. But I'm saying it to Joe Biden right now. But, you know, we can't hold them both the same. They're two totally different people. They're two totally different. Ah. One's a skinny, fat, old guy and one's a fat, old guy with tiny hands. But nothing will fundamentally change. Your man JB said that. So, I hope you're staying safe out there still, whether you are politicized, whether you politicized COVID-19 or not, I hope you at least still believe that it's a real thing. And the only reason you was calling it a real thing. And then and I hope the reason why you was calling it a real thing wasn't because Donald Trump was in office and now he's not in office. So you're calling it a fake thing or you don't think it's serious. But if you are someone that is doing that, you better hope you don't get viral you better hope you don't get it I ain't saying I hope you get it I ain't gonna wish that on you you better hope you don't get it that's all I'm saying you know Um, but uh, speaking of the virus and preventing ways of getting the virus I'm gonna talk about the vaccine and will be the last topic so uh, stay tuned Last topic here, as I stated before, it's about the vaccines, the vaccinations. Um, And here is my assessment, not fact, but my observation as well, you know, um, of how I'm seeing people view people who are either anti-vaxxers or people who are simply not rushing to get the virus even though many don't get it twisted this access to the virus as I was hinting at last segment is not it's not as readily it's not this, this not the virus the vaccine let me put it that way cuz access to the virus is out here so if you want the virus you gonna get the virus. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, it's just unfortunate there's a lot of people who didn't want the virus who ended up getting the virus. But, uh, the vaccine is what I'm saying. So, um, access to it is not as prevalent as people are making it seem. It's not like you, maybe you can go to your primary care office and, uh, get a vaccine. But that's you. And you're one of the privileged Americans who isn't either working in the medical field or a frontline worker who got the vaccine, who who has access to the vaccine. But that's definitely not everybody's primary care physician. In fact, um, I I was just, you know, listening to an interview of dr dooley uh she was doing an interview uh victoria dr Vi- victoria dooley um and she was saying that the practice that she uh worked at uh works at doesn't have the vaccine or something or i believe that she owns um meaning like her own practice um her her uh Pretty much workplace doesn't have the vaccine. So if a high profile doctor like her is having troubles getting doses of the vaccine to her uh, um, business, what makes you think that your doctor who is not well known, probably well known in your community, but even if that's even a thing you know, of your doctor being well-known in the community, but what makes you think that your doctor and the other doctors there who aren't as well-known as Dr. Dooley, what makes you think that there are odds of getting the vaccines available? How about for my community? I can tell you right now, doctors are not well-known. No famous doctors over here. So, uh, yeah, in fact, I will say one of the most more popular doctors uh, that the nurse's office or the doctor's office uh, in my neighborhood, he retired years ago. And ever since that, it was like he, nobody, not that nobody went to the doctors, but it's not like there was nobody, there was no other doctor that most of the community went to and it was like, hey, that's my doctor. Yeah, he's my doctor too. He, she's my doctor. Nah. Once he retired, a lot of people, myself included, had to find our own and a new, obviously, a new uh primary care physician. And uh yeah, it's not it's not a well-known he like there's nobody like famous in our community that is famous for no doctors. That it's famous for, you know, treating a lot of people within this community. So, I wanted to get that out the way because a lot of y'all motherfuckers making it seem as though a lot of people who didn't don't have who didn't get vaccinated now are people who simply are again anti-vaxxers or they think that. Um, The government is up to some bullshit. Even though I'm going to get on that too. That aspect. But to make it seem as though everybody who doesn't have... Who isn't vaccinated now. It's because they're on that stuff. Is ignorant. And you're really showing your privilege. And your dumbassery. And your ignorance. Of course. But if you're someone that could easily walk into your doctor's office. Your nearby hospital. And you easily got the vaccine, or you could because you know they have access. Keep in mind that not every single American has that same access as you. So keep that in mind before you start making comments about people. Why haven't you gotten vaccinated yet? You're an anti factor. Why haven't you gotten vaccinated yet? You're an. Yeah. Because there are people who actually want to get vaccinated, but can't. Now, let me take a sip. And let me talk about the criticisms of people who are critiquing the vaccine, or are in doubtful of the vaccine because they're critiquing the government. They don't trust the government. I've seen a lot of non-black people Make the argument that it's either crazy for people to think that way. You know, people who weren't fucked with by the government. Um, weren't experimented on by the government. Weren't targeted. Still not being targeted if we're being real. But weren't targeted by the government to harm, physically harm. A lot of people who cannot relate to having history, a family history of that. Speaking up and saying the people who can identify with those situations, black people, that we're crazy, we're overreacting and all this other shit. Or they're having or they're trying to paint it out as... That was just old shit. That was just yesteryears. Like the government totally changed. Now it's for the people. Now it's for all the people. Now um, the government it's not evil. Now um, you know there's they're just the perfect entity. Even though you're out here struggling, even though you know damn well that you're not satisfied with the broken promises from either administration and as i talked about before y'all 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 have your criticisms but you just don't say them you know that doesn't make it any less true Just because you don't want it to be the truth. I say this all the time. The truth is the truth. Whether you want to believe it or not. And. If there's a truth. That you don't want it to be true. And you have the power to change it. Do something to change it. Create the truth. That you want to be true. But do not deny it. Do not come at those who are not in delusion, who who, who who refuse to live in denial, refuse to be delusional and say, this is the truth. This is reality. And not only am I calling it out, I am sharing my thoughts about it. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, don't don't be mad at us for doing that. So, yeah, I got a problem with people say things like, you know, you don't trust the government and stuff, but you 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 got this, that, and the third, and blah blah blah, right? Now that's not to say that, and I've said this any episode before. Um, I did an episode called Pro Vaxer. Um, on this podcast. So you can look that up that this was way, way back in 2020. Um, I was listening to that episode yesterday cause I knew I was going to do this episode today, obviously. So I wanted to see, cause I like to listen back to, at my old episodes, um, to, to see if I still agree with things that I've said in the past. And that episode is still up so i'm not going to detail everything i said there you can go and listen to it but i will say for the most part i still agree with what i said back in 2020 that if we when a vaccine that does come out for the, for this virus and i feel like i trusted enough i will take it i said that in 2020 Saying that now, still, I have yet to get vaccinated because none of the vaccines that I know of um, are um, one, they're not. A, I got it, I just got an email yesterday from this hospital uh, that I go to, um, saying that they want the people there to basically petition and help spread the word so they can get. The vaccines. Because again. They can't get access to them right now. They don't know when. But they think that if people vocalize. The importance of getting these vaccines. To them. Then the quicker they can. To get the vaccines. So that's reason number one. As to why I haven't been vaccinated yet. Because I can't have. I don't have access to them. As I stated before not 10 minutes ago not everybody got access to them you ignorant fuck that's number one number two yeah I still am cautious about the fucking vaccines fuck that fuck your judgment I don't give a damn I don't give a damn if you black and you took the vaccine I don't give a damn if you black and you trust the vaccine The cool that's your black ass my black ass still seen some things that is pretty alarming about Moderna, about Pfizer. I've heard some great things about some vaccines. One Cuba um, developed, but you know, we can't support anything Cuba does. Fuck them, right? But Cuba has one and they was just Cuba doing what they did last year when they went around the world except for the United States. And was sending doctors around the world to help people. And um, they actually did help people. And they do this shit for free. They don't want anything in return. They just understand that we're in this together. No matter our economic differences. No matter our political differences. We're in this together. And um, yeah, we need to get this shit under wraps. So fuck what, what, what economic differences we got. Fuck whatever political differences we got. We gotta we gotta get through this together. So, I was hearing that they came up with a vaccine that was going to be free, and this is a very uh, effective vaccine as well. Now, do I gotta sneak my ass into Cuba to get the vaccine? I'm not gonna tell you. I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not. <laughs> I'm too broke to sneak into anywhere, people. So don't take that seriously. But what is serious, what I really do mean is that they, Cuba, once again, has come up with a way to safely get people out of this shit. Oh, and I was also hearing good things about the whole Johnson & Johnson vaccine. How you're not going to die if you get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, right? And for those who want the Johnson and Johnson, the actual company, you know, the family company, Johnson and Johnson, the family company. I don't know why they dropped that. I really like that slogan. But anyways, Johnson and they just go by Johnson and Johnson. Now. I don't know if they still have the the family company slogan. It That was the way when I was growing up. But they they developed it, developed a vaccine and. It's 70 percent chance that once you get their, if you get their vaccine you can 70% chance that you prevent getting covid but it's a 100% chance that you're not going to die from covid if you get the vaccine Johnson and Johnson vaccine let I me mean, not make it seem like any other vaccine now and I'm getting these numbers. and if I got these numbers mixed up, I'm getting them from Dr. Dooley once again from this interview that I watched this morning. Purposely because I wanted to... I, I knew I was going to discuss this. You know? Another thing that she brought up that I agree with as well, or at least one of the things that she brought up that I agree with... Um is that if there is a choice, the choice between getting COVID-19 and the side effects of that and the side effects of the virus, I mean, the vaccine. She got vaccinated. She detailed her uh, um, her symptoms because she did have symptoms. But she said they didn't last anything longer than a day or two. She had like... Uh, She, she got, she got the, she got the needle in her left arm, you know what I'm saying? Um, same arm I get my needles put in me, you know what I'm saying? Medical needles, I don't do drugs, but, you know, so she said it was like some numbness there, tenderness there, not numbness, but tenderness there, um, couple hours later six hours later I believe she said she ended up getting a headache but then she took a a, a pain reliever pill and the headache went away instantly um, she was feeling like really tired and fatigue and shit so like baby symptoms I guess somewhat symptoms of, of COVID that we've heard before but I guess baby versions of it like they say the flu vaccine is somewhat of a baby flu and I can attest to that. It really is. As someone who used to get the flu vaccine. And I will talk about when I stopped. What happened to me when I stopped. And how I am relating all of this to the coronavirus right now. So she detailed that. And then she says she feel fine. So she's fully vaccinated. I think she got the Johnson & Johnson one. So. Good to know that she ain't gonna die from the coronavirus, at least. You know what I'm saying? She's not gonna die from it because Johnson & Johnson, the family company, and I'm still calling them that, they got her back. So, shout out to Johnson & Johnson, the family company. All right? And if you're hearing some pause right now, I I just got up to uh, turn my light on. It's getting kind of dark in this room. But... I wanted to discuss more something else before I got into the point I said I was going to get into. Um, Got it. So there's people and again these are people who are on Twitter and they're not making it clear whether they got vaccinated or not but they are very adamant and pushing people to get vaccinated without actually saying get vaccinated or pushing people to do things and I doubt that it is because in the way that they say it is the reason why I doubt it but I doubt it's because they care about other human beings or the humanity or whatever because if they did they would at least look at the people who aren't getting vaccinated and say I I, I uh Sympathize with, um, you know, or empathize or whatever, or sympathize whatever whatever one it is. They do that to with those individuals because it's like, okay, I feel your pain, or you know, I see, I see where your 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 uh, your doubts are coming in at. Right? They don't do that. They'll try to do that. They'll say they're doing that. But what they're actually doing is trying to guilt trip people or try to make people look dumb for, again, not getting a vaccine. And as I said, there could be a number of reasons why uh, more people haven't been vaccinated yet. Because, um, and I believe Dr. Dooley talked about this too. A lot of the areas, the black and brown areas, haven't been getting the, the vaccines delivered to them. Told you the hospital that I go to emailed me and pretty sure other people who go there asking to petition to get the vaccines there. So I can attest to black and brown areas and inner city areas not getting, urban areas in general, not getting uh, vaccines, even though there are people within these uh, communities who are at at higher risk of getting COVID-19. But they're not, the facilities in these areas are not getting the vaccines. Or at least not first in line in getting them, you know? So, again, we talked about that could be an issue. We talked about people having doubts. People are gonna bring up, you know, micro trips, this, that, and the third, and Norm in any other circumstance y'all y'all know I would shit on him. Any other circumstance I would take the time to shit on him, but at this point all I'm gonna say is you ever hear something so like out of out of whack that you just get depressed, you just get sad, you just get like wow, people actually believe this. That's how I am about that. That's totally different from people thinking the government is, you know, can't be trusted. I think the government can't be trusted, but I don't think that every aspect of the whole fucking world, a whole country, is something that is not to be trusted. The government doesn't control everything, as people might think it it might seem. And hell, they try to and they want to. But they don't control every single aspect of everything. They don't. So, yeah, I can have the mindset that I don't trust the government. And also have the mindset that I know when to let my guard down and I know when to keep it up. You know, but there are some people who all who constantly got their guard up and it's to a fault. And those are the people who uh, distrust every and anything. But meanwhile, ask for transparency and truthfulness, which aren't bad things to ask for, but you cannot then automatically go to, well, I don't believe you when you get the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like when you get answers to the questions that you're asking, you go for, I don't believe that. But then it's like, why don't you believe it? Oh, because I don't. Oh, because of this history, because of that history. And then it's like, I get it. But you, you got questions, which is a great thing. Because you, you're not one of these bootlicker bootlickers out here ain't questioning nothing. And then getting mad at people for questioning shit. So kudos for having questions. But this seems like a pretty valid answer to your question. And you don't have any valid reasons other than you just don't want to believe it in the first place as to why you don't believe it. Those people depress me, man. Yeah, those people. people out people out there that really think that way. And that really depresses and somewhat scares me. So I'm going to get off those folks. And we're going to get back on to the people who are disingenuous about um, their care, in quotation marks, about those who have yet to get vaccinated. We don't know if they got vaccinated. They could simply just be on Twitter or social media acting like they're holier than thou because that's what the fuck they do. So somebody made a tweet the other day and he said that I understand if you don't trust the vaccines because you don't trust the governments, but don't act like you fruit and vegetable your way out of polio. Okay. Well, he basically said means was. Uh, Don't act like vaccines haven't done anything for mankind, which in my pro-vaxxer episode that I did, again, you go and listen to the entirety, I did that episode if you want to hear my entire thoughts on it, but I mentioned how vaccines have actually done good for humanity and that was one of the things that I agree with still, even after listening to it yesterday. Like I said, I, uh, for most of, if not all, to be honest with you, of what I said back in 2020, back in like March of 2020, I still feel that way. About vaccines, I still feel the way about this vaccine, I still feel the way about whatever I said in that episode. But, I'm on Google right now, I'm going a, I'm to a Google, when was the polio Vaccine Invented, 1955, by Dr. Jonas Salk, 1955. So this person tweets in 2021, don't act like you didn't fruit and vegetable your way out of polio. I'm pretty sure that person wasn't born in 1955. The person I saw retweet that bullshit on my timeline definitely wasn't born in 1955. I wasn't born in 1955. Myself, the woman who posted who retweeted that bullshit, she liked the tweet, but you know, it got posted on my timeline, so I'm calling it a retweet. And the dude who tweeted that, none of us got polio. Now, maybe because our parents, w- whenever we were born, while we were born, because you know when babies are born, they get vaccinated on shit, and sh- you know what I'm saying, Aww. maybe our parents gave us the polio vaccine. I'm I am unclear as to what vaccines I got and didn't get, but I do have a story about one vaccine, one shot that I didn't get, and guess what? I never ever, ever, ever gotten the sickness. But let me get on this dude's tweet real quick before I get into that story. And then I'll get into other points that I gotta make. I didn't like that tweet for the reason why I stated before, it's disingenuous. He's making it seem as though he actually gives a damn about people concerns about the uh, vaccine when in actuality he just he's just another person shaming people for not getting it or not being on board with getting it and two he made it seem as though uh, natural remedies don't work and I really 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 got a problem when people make it seem as though that natural remedies don't work and then you got the people who Say things like, oh, you don't want to get the vaccine, but you eat this way, or you drink this, or you smoke this, that, and a third. Um, What about the vegans out there who don't eat meat? What about the people who don't drink or smoke and are still questionable or doubtful about the vaccine? What do you say to them? What about those folks who haven't gotten sick, terminally ill, because of the dietary changes they've made in their life? What do you say to them? And this whole idea of, or if they did get sick, they use natural remedies to cure themselves. And it actually worked. You know what do you say to those folks? And in essence, what do you say to me? Because I can attest to all that stuff as well. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I'm not a vegan. But if or when I start to be one, oh y'all gonna y'all gonna hear y'all gonna hear all about the natural shit. Y'all gonna hear. That not only did I not get the flu vaccine over some years. I'll get into that story. And I've never been sick ever since I stopped getting the flu vaccine. I stopped getting sick ever since I stopped uh, drinking soda and eating junk food and stuff. Because although I still eat animal products, mainly uh, meat, you know, chicken and beef and shit, chicken and cow, basically. I don't eat fish like that. Tuna at best, but that's a yearly, once a year type thing. Hell, chocolate is a once a year type thing. I eat chocolate every Halloween. That's it. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. I ain't got no bay, so I definitely ain't going to get no chocolate. But I, I don't even eat chocolate on Valentine's Day unless I'm eating uh, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be appropriate, though. I'm going to get into all that. I'm going to get into my my health changes and how it's positively affected me um in my life thus far. And these changes been um going on well over um almost well over 20 years. You know? Well, over 15 years. Let me put it that way. Not 20, but 15 years. Um. So I'll get into all that. But do not act like you can fruit and vegetable your way out of this. Listen, I'm not saying I got the evidence to show that there is a natural remedy against the COVID-19. There's been people that I know who are into that stuff. And they came to me and told me some things. But I haven't ran out and said, Hey, I got the cure. Hey, I got the preventative mess measure. I just took the information they, they gave to me. And honestly, I was like, yeah, um, I hear you, but I can't say I'm on, on this 100%. So yes, even me as a naturalista, (laughs) you know, Uh, Someone that's into the whole natural remedies and things of that nature. Even I have my doubts about certain methods, not all. Certain methods, holistic methods. So, I understand people having doubts in it. I don't like it when people completely write write it off because it's not mainstream. And this is what these clowns and this bitch that keeps retweeting this shit on my shit. This is what they do. They, If it's not mainstream... She's always doing this shit. If it's not what the mainstream is saying... Then it's problematic, and I don't want to go in on her because she suffers from depression and all this other shit. And I feel as though maybe if she took a holistic repro- uh, 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 approach to dealing with the oppression, um, suppress, uh, not suppression or oppression. She's a white woman. Where's she fucking oppression from? But depression, maybe she'd be able to deal with that. But I don't want to be a jackass and an asshole and go any further. But uh, yeah. I could go further and I could cut deeper than that if I really, really wanted to. And she's overall sweet woman. She's just dumb at times. Anyways, um, don't completely write off something you don't know. Just as the same you're telling people who don't know much about the vaccine. See, my doubts come from shit that I've, I have looked into and it was like, I don't like that. No, oh. Shit that I'm wary about because I got reasons for it. Not because of, oh, I'm just doubtful of everything. I'm a, I'm a contrarian. Now, if you want to go to the contrarians and tell them not to be that and shit and not to write shit off, cool. Because that's the advice they need to hear. People like myself that will actually look into stuff and say, I am cautious about what I put in my body because it's our body. You don't go to us and tell us. That we shouldn't write off the vaccine or a specific company's version of the vaccine because you haven't written it off. When you are writing off natural and holistic remedies to things and you yourself haven't given them a serious try or a try at all, but because the mainstream media doesn't go about it, or you got some um some some moron on main on CNN talking about how. How it's 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 not effective, or you know, uh, Dr. Fauci said some shit about it, or this, that, and the third. People with obvious biases that are not of that saying these things, and again, I'm not saying that there is a holistic uh, method to this, but to act like holistic methods in general do not work. Yeah, I got a problem with that. That's your opinion, and I think your opinion is trash, and that's my opinion. Now, let's get on to um, my, my uh, well, not my flu shot story. Let's get on to chicken pots real quick. So, y'all know about chicken pots, right? Let me go back on Google and see if there's a chicken pots vaccine, because polio vaccine, 1955, I wasn't alive, but I don't got polio. So, yeah. Um, maybe I got the vaccine for it. When was the chicken pox vaccine developed? Also in 1955. Oh, oh 55 was live, huh? Oh. Anyways, so the vaccine the, the vaccine virus was developed from virus is, isolated by. Michikaki Takashi from vascular fluid from an otherwise healthy child with Varsula disease. Varsula vaccine was licensed for general use in Japan and Korea in 1988 and in the United States in 1990. Oh, 1995, huh? 1995 for persons of age 12 months or older. So, 95, huh? I was born in 91. I typed in chicken pots, and I think that's Varsala. Chicken pots is, uh, I guess, the street name, <laughs> the informal name for Varsala. Either or, I'm getting, I'm seeing two dates. I, why, 90, 95, 88 and 95. So 55 wasn't so alive, but 95 was kind of alive. Anyways. um, All I can say is, um, I think one of the vaccines I didn't get was, um, were the only vaccine I never gotten, um was chicken pots, and I never gotten chicken pots either in my life. People were saying now ninety five I was four years old, you know, so um I was pretty much old enough to get shots because I was getting shots um you know blood drawn and all that other stuff, and it was probably getting other shots um not drug shots um but you know <clears throat> Well, not illegal drug shack, but that's my, that's my little chicken pot story. I never had it and I never gotten a vaccine. I don't know why my, because I do remember my mom was saying that she didn't, it was me and my other, uh, and my other brothers. So she got four kids and one of them ended up getting uh chicken pots. I think the second oldest. So one out of her four unvaccinated chicken pots children got the got got this illness, but he's still alive um he's haven't had any other viruses now um we're all still alive. People say things like if you get it, it's better to get it as a child because um if you get it older um you can die from it, this then the third. I'll be thirty in August and I have yet to get lipox. Um I'm not saying I know what's 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 what, but I can say based off of my life decisions and how I move, um this is not fact. This is an inference that I'm saying I don't think that I will ever get chickenpox. And I'm not saying that because I want it. Hell no. Um, But again, to make it seem as though I bring that up because to make it seem as though these uh, viruses are only possible to prevent if you get a, a vaccine. It's factually untrue. I'm living proof. Other people are living proof. Um, that you can prevent from getting these viruses, and have yet to get a uh, 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 a vaccine that is uh, meant to fight off the viruses, right? Or at least meant to give your your body a baby dosage of the virus so your body can fight it off and get used to it. So if the real deal Holyfield does come and they can come back with their own haymakers and fight the virus off, you know? Johnson and Johnson the family company wants to keep you alive so you can keep buying their products. So they got they they got some free ad placement for me this episode, but next time Johnson and Johnson you're going to have to pay up anyways. Um that's that. Now let's get on to my influencer story. Um I've had the flu plenty of times. Um why? Cuz I was getting the flu vaccine. Every time after I gotten a vaccine and this was up until I was around like 15 years old. Um I would um I remember it vividly the last yeah I was like 15, maybe almost close to 16. I would have been 16 that year, but I got it in the wintertime. So I was still 15, but, um, I remember getting the, uh, flu vaccine and I, and I was, you know, I was 15. So I was not only very, uh, rebellious, but, uh, um, this was when I guess the, uh, woke me (laughs) started to become a thing. Um, so I'm just looking on the internet and I'm, you know, being a weirdo, uh, on the internet and looking at shit and come to find out, I find out that, um, the flu, the flu vaccine shouldn't be trusted. Now this was probably like A year before all of this. Not even at 15. So probably at 14 when I was doing all that research and shit. Um, But I was just like, yeah, I'm never getting the flu vaccine ever again. No. Like, but then, you know, when you're a teenager and you're still living up under your parents' house. You got to do what they, they say. So. My parents weren't anti-vaxxers. They believed in all that they you, you know what I'm saying? They they you know, my father, you know, my mom, I, she's no longer here, but my father, he still believes in he still believes the government in everything. Like he don't question shit. No disrespect to him, but that's just how he rolled. Um but me on the other hand, I'm not that. My brothers on the other hand, they are that. But, you know, differences. Anyways, um, I was just on some, no, I'm not getting the vaccine, no, no. But, you know, I still had to get it. I remember being really, like, upset. I remember trying to make excuses um, as to why I couldn't go with them to get it. And it was a long line, too. I don't know why. I think that was one of those harsh-ass winters. And people was just lining up just because they didn't want to get sick. You know, the whole myth about... It gets cold, you get sick, and this, that, and third, when actually uh, it's germs to, as to the reason why you motherfuckers get sick. You can get the flu in the summertime. I've gotten the flu in the summertime. And, and I, and I'm not cold in the summertime. So, yeah, I've gotten the flu in the summertime. Um, it's got to do with germs. It's got to, to, to do with you know all this other stuff. Um, the worst sickness I've ever had was strep throat. That was, yeah, that was the worst. That was the worst thing I've ever experienced. After that, I've never gotten sick ever again. Not seriously, let me put it that way. Um, the other times I've been sick were is just food poisoning. And uh, it's no virus for food poisoning. It's called don't eat other people's food. That's how you prevent from getting food poisoned or cooking your own food. That's how you prevent from getting food poisoning. Um, and if you are going to eat other people's cooking, make sure you trust the individual. That's how you prevent from getting food poisoning. So that's my preventative message from getting food poisoning ever again. But yeah, um, I don't know what was up. I think at from 16 on up, I want to say um, they... They, being my parents, they, they allowed us to book our own um, appointments. You know, doctor's appointments, this, then and the third. Uh, so, <clears throat> I just never booked flu shots. I was secretive with it. I was, you know, I think maybe I probably would have, I probably did lie and say I got it when I didn't get it. Uh, but I noticed something. I noticed something when I stopped getting those shots. I noticed I wasn't getting sick as much with the flu, with colds in general, nothing of that nature. I noticed that around that time, and let's fast forward to like when I was like 18, right? Because um the there was we there's this like neighborhood gym. In the neighborhood I grew up. And you had to be 18 to go there. So. I noticed. When I started to actually. Work out. And take fitness seriously. Um, now my, my diet wasn't as good as it is now. But I was making strides. And changes. You know what I'm saying? A gradual changes. Slow changes. But changes nonetheless. I noticed Some things happening to my body other than the look and, you know, all the other stuff. But internally, I noticed things happening to my body. I noticed how um, I got sick less often. And when I did get sick, I got over it fairly quickly than I did when I wasn't taking care of my body both physically and dietary wise and when i was just relying on you know shots and things and de- and 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 medicine um to get me over illnesses and colds and things of that nature right i noticed how the difference between recovery between these illnesses and um what i was doing back then i noticed the severity of the illness Um, whenever I got sick, you know, within my young adult life, um, it was nothing but a sore throat, um, headaches here and there, migraines mainly, but headaches here and there. Um, but you know, if it was unbearable, yeah, I did take, you know, some aspirin and that healed it, and everything was fine. But other than that, I did the natural uh, remedy, and I'm not saying because it worked for me, it's going to work for everybody. Let me make that clear. Before they hit me with some fake news shit, I'm detailing my experiences. Uh, Thankfully, this is not going on YouTube, because, man, this shit would be flagged. And I'm not even saying anything. I'm saying something of my experience it was still flagging me because they they don't want other people to be exposed to this. They want you to get the, to pill pop, get get all your, your your heal all your ailments with a pill. You know what I'm saying? The pill pop out here. That's what they want you to do. So yeah, because um, they're advertisers. They got they got pill popping advertisers. And um, if somebody's on here talking anti pill popping stuff to solve their problems, yeah, that's a problem with YouTube, and that's a problem with their advertisers. So. I noticed uh, again uh, you know I switched up things and I got sick less and when I did get sick in quotation marks it didn't last longer than it not even a full day a couple hours and I either drank some tea mixed with some uh ginger and all this other stuff um to get over that whenever I had headaches it was a hot towel I would say a hot washcloth a towel um, but a hot like washcloth towel, put it over my, fold it up, of course, uh, rinse it out. So it's not soaking wet all over your face, but, you know, have it wet enough and slash damp enough for it to still be, to not be dry, of course, um, to not be cool as well, because you don't want to put that over your face. Cause that's gonna, you don't want to put a cool towel over your face. Cause that's gonna, make the headache worse but if it's hot put I put it on like my forehead slash it covering my eyes and I would slowly slowly while my eyes are closed you can't see this but I'm like doing the motion <laughs> slowly just massage my eyelids while 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 the the hot washcloth is on there and slowly do that. And uh, I would lay in the dark too while doing it. So there's no like light. There's nothing interfering. Silence and everything. I would lay down. Whether it be in your room. You could do this in your bathroom as well. You can either lay in your tub. Um, sit on the, the, uh, the toilet. You know what I'm saying? Stand up if you can. But do that just. That's what I was doing. Let me not say do that because then it's going to sound like I'm giving advice and then motherfuckers going to get mad. So that's what I was doing. And um, you do that for, you know, some time. You could do it throughout the day. You could do it depending on if it's a mild like headache or whatever, or just one that is annoying you, but it's not the biggest booming shit. Uh, doing that will take care of it. Um, you do that for, I'm going to say 30 minutes, but I kind of want to say 10, 30 minutes mats. Hey, you can go even longer if you want to. It does feel good. So I I wouldn't blame you if you do, if you did go longer. Um, but you do that and, um, yeah, you can, um, it, it for me. It worked. Speaking of things, doing good things that feel good and doing it for longer, he he, kind of, <laughs> kind of inappropriate or whatever. But I think this is worth mentioning too because I'm just again discussing my experiences. When I stopped masturbating, I'm dead serious right now. Y'all probably was like, "Whoa, that's random." It is, but when I stopped masturbating, um, I got far less headaches. Uh, I, I've got far less fatigued for the men out there. Testosterone levels are, 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 I won't say they threw the roof, but they not, you're not draining yourself cause you're not busting nuts all the damn time. And I get it. It feels good. <laughs> it, 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 I get it, man. I get it. I get it. Ladies, I ain't got a vagina, but you know, we can all, if we do, or if we did, you know, masturbate. Um I I, I, I understand why you would want to do it. Um I'm not saying I swore off sex altogether. That's for other people who did that shit. You know what I'm saying? I can't give you stories on that. But I can tell you when I swore it off well, I stopped I guess doing it to myself. I found myself um in less situations where I'm less drained. Um, I'm having less headaches. Um, yeah, um, I'm more energetic and less tired. Um, because whenever I did it at night, I wake up the next morning, still super tired and drained and stuff, even with like a, a, a adequate, um, adequate eight hours, eight to 10 or even more hours. You know what I'm saying? Um, I still would feel, I wouldn't feel right when I woke up, you know what I'm saying? But when I stopped doing it, um, again, I feel, I feel good. Um, to quote the great, the late great James Brown, I feel good. You know what I'm saying? Um, again, this is what worked for me. I'm not saying it's going to work for you. Um, On to the, again, we're still on to the flu shots and whatever or not getting them. I, like I said, I, I stopped. I haven't gotten one since I was 15 and um, I haven't gotten the flu since I was 15. Um, When I got strep throat, I was, I was 15. I was 16 actually when I got strep And sure, one could be like, well, if you would have got the shot, you would have prevented that. That was actually the last time I was seriously sick, like I said, outside of food poisoning. And I've only gotten food poisoning um, three times in my life. Now I'm very, 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 very cautious. So it's like, yeah, I'm, you know, and, and again, like I said, food poisoning is not, has, it, yes it deals with germs just like your cold and flu and shit but it has nothing to do with getting a, a vaccination shot there's no food poisoning like vaccination shot where you get the get a shot and you get baby food poisoning but then every time you get food poisoning you uh from you know the real deal holy field food poisoning your body then fights it off no it has to do with you eating from motherfuckers you shouldn't be eating from so And if you are somebody you shouldn't be eating from, get your cooking game up. Or don't ever cook for anybody in your life. Anyways. um, Yeah, that was that. Um, But again, this is my experiences. I'm not saying this is going to work for everybody. But to act as if though natural shit does not work when I am living proof. When others are living proof that it does work. Yeah, that's BS. To act like you can go against what the mainstream is saying is the one true method to prevent something and to have success for it is an actual thing. Because I am living proof. You know? Um, That's not to say that's the case with everything. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to (laughs) prevent getting STDs. And saying like oh, I found a natural way. Nope. You better still use them um, protection. You better you better still use the methods you 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 use to prevent getting that shit. I'm not all anti um, modern medicine and modern remedies and shit. I'm just not anti holistic shit either. You know. I'm for what feels right to me and what I feel as though is the best decision for me. And I feel as though that's how people should be viewing this situation. Um, Especially if you're someone who is politicizing this in the first place. You politicized the, 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 the virus but got the nerve to want to shame people into getting a vaccine. When you yourself are now under the assumption or under the mindset that everybody else is under the mindset. Everybody like you under the same mindset that this isn't as bad as it was when Trump was in office. And again, people do attribute the vaccine being out. But again, majority of Americans don't have access to the vaccine yet still. So for you to act like, because it's a thing Medicare for all is a thing. Not everybody got it. Student debt forgiveness is a thing. Not everybody got it. The point is, all these things that are possible, yet not everybody has, does not mean that everything is is perfect. No, everything isn't perfect. Everything will be perfect, When these things that is possible actually get enacted. So. Don't come at me when you politicize this shit. Don't come at anybody else who hasn't received the virus for whatever reasons. Nah. Don't. I got my stories. I got my reasons. Um, how I'm going to go about it with the, the with coronavirus, like I stated. <sighs> I'm waiting for more news on vaccines that I feel th- trusted to put into my body. Yes. Johnson & Johnson is looking promising. But at the same time, I still want to wait and see. If or when I find a vaccine that, no, I'm not going to publicize it, but I'm not going to deny it either if 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 asked, or if I feel as though I need to bring it up because it's appropriate, but if or when I find a vaccine that I feel is trusted by me, I will then get it. And whatever consequences, although I'm going to hate it, and I'm going to curse out a lot of you motherfuckers. I know those consequences of getting it should be, let me put it that way, should be far less dreadful than actually getting the virus and the consequences of that should be, you know, because I've seen some Pfizer side effects that I was like, what the fuck, like, I don't give a fuck if this is not one of the symptoms of COVID-19. This shit is still bad. Strokes, my nigga? Strokes? Nah. Nah, fam. Nah. So, uh, yeah. That's what I'm gonna say about that. I'm gonna still do what I've been doing to keep myself safe. Wearing my mask, wearing my gloves, cleaning surfaces, clean myself. Social distancing, because I'm not out here in Super Bowls. I'm not going to be out here tomorrow on Valentine's Day, even if I had a bae. She just going to have to understand that we're not going out up in this. Uh, first of all, it's too goddamn cold. <laughs> too. It's, it's a pandemic. And if you got a problem with that, uh, guess we ain't Valentine's. I'm still taking preventative uh, measures because unlike you, I still think this is a serious thing. No matter who is in office. Unlike you, I always thought this was a serious thing. and didn't just say it was because I didn't like the president who was in office at the time this became a thing in the United States. So, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Hopefully, you keep doing what you're doing. Uh, Unless what you're doing is detrimental to yourself and the people around you, then stop doing what you're doing. And definitely don't come around me because you will get clapped. Anyways, that's how I'm going to end this episode of the Earnest Thoughts Podcast. Um, Hopefully, you listened to the whole thing. If you didn't, that's cool. Uh, Make sure you hit that subscribe if you like what you listen to. Hit the share Share this episode, share this podcast as well. If you want to support monetarily, hit up the PayPal, hit up the Patreon, hit up that support tab. If you become a patron, you get to see the video version of this podcast as well as extra content, extra content of this podcast, meaning show reviews, movie reviews, um, things of that nature. You know, things that I was doing on this podcast before I made them Patreon exclusives. Yeah, I will do these things. Well, I didn't stop doing these things, but, you know, I continue to do these things, but just on Patreon for patrons. So, if that's stuff you like to see, Um, subscribe, hit the the link down in the description box below, and um, that's an option. But, uh... If not, whatever you decide to do, I respect it. Just go around, as long as you're respecting everybody else, I'm going to respect you. So, until next time, until next episode, stay black. If you are black, stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA lives matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. And you matter. Whoever you are. And I'm out. Peace.